Hey, and welcome to another episode of You Won't Believe It. Today, I'm joined by Ludovic Vouillet. Did I get that anywhere close to right? You did, actually. Awesome. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Um, so my name's Ludovic. I travel a fair amount. Um, my business is in fintech. Um, and that's it, really. I was born in France, but I lived a little bit all over. And I travel with birds. Sorry, when I travel, it's with birds. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> So I hear you have uh, two stories for me, and uh, they might both be true, they might both be false, or one of each. Exactly. Cool. Um, yeah, let's let's have at it. Let's go with the first story. All right, cool. So the first one is from uh, one of my travels. I was traveling around the um, uh, around the Levant area. Okay, which is uh, Turkey, Lebanon, Syria, you know, Israel, Cyprus, that entire area. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I'd been used to sailing around in that area all the time without any problems, even though you're going from border to border, essentially. Yes. Um, one of the fun things about Cyprus is that you're actually, you have two different, like, you have between the Greek side and the Turkish side. Um, never go from one to the other directly just because you will have problems. They hate each other so much. Uh, but this story is actually about a time when I'd been visiting friends in Israel and I was sailing back towards Turkey, stopping by Cyprus. Okay. Now, when I do this, I always stay far away from any of the Arabic country borders because, you know, politics, right? right? Uh, so I was about 50 miles out, which is twice i mean the international limits you know from the lebanese border so i was way way out nowhere near yeah in turkey since i'm sailing in a boat by myself only me and the birds i'm in my little tidy whities <laughs> and i was inside and i hear above me now understand i mean there is no one with me out at sea pretty much i'd been alone yeah and i hear above me <laughs> so i decide to come up out of the boat right and I look up and I see a military helicopter just circling above the boat again and again and again, right? So I look at the radar, yeah, to see really like if there was anything else in the area. Maybe I'd stumbled upon like some type of exercise. I don't know what, right? Right. Um, there'd been nothing on the radio whatsoever. And they're just circling above my boat just a few times, you know, so I don't look very scary. You know, I'm just standing there, me alone my little tidy whitey so i just go hello you know wave my hand at the guy and the guy's there with a huge gun right like just sitting outside the helicopter right <laughs> looking out and he like waves at me you know and then bye the helicopter goes back i follow it on the radar i see it's going back to lebanon uh, so i don't know if they were checking that i wasn't up to something really weird i have no idea but that was like a really funny experience <laughs> in the middle of the sea <laughs> oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> Fun time. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, what were you doing with these birds in the middle of the ocean? <laughs> uh, so they travel with me everywhere. Okay. Right. I mean, whether it's on the boat or uh, I just bought a new uh, uh, a new four by four, for example. So they're always with me. I'm fish sitting for the summer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're with me fish sitting. Okay. Are those like um, when you're saying birds, do you mean like like I'm imagining like you just you, you have a cage full of canaries that you're taking with you? or something? No, 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 no. So they're not in a cage. They're not in a cage. It's um, one cockatiel and a pigeon. Okay. 
Okay. Um, at the time of this story, there were a few more. Okay. Uh, but, you know, time passes and life does as it does and sometimes ends. Um, so, yeah. So, that was the story that okay. I was with him. Okay. So, how did... I'm just I'm just wondering, like, I, I feel like the birds would have had a reaction to the helicopter, right? Like, they... Because of the noise, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think I think that at that point they were used to just you know being with me in various scenarios, so they weren't freaked out by the noise or anything. It was just a random noise, just like they would hear at other times, you know, when we're in the city or whatever. Okay. Hmm. Um. And did they did did they say anything? Did, did the helicopter say any? Or not the helicopter, but the person inside? They the were helicopter. a bit far. Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't get any radio transmission. Nothing. Okay. Because, you know, I, I made sure to keep my radio on just in case. Mm -hmm. No radio transmission, nothing. Okay. Hmm. And what color was the helicopter? This is important. I Well, it was dark, like really dark. I want to say black, but it could have been like a really dark green or something. Okay. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> I'm not very good with colors. I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, like... It, it wouldn't be pink, but uh, okay. No. Hmm. All right. Okay. I think I think I I do think I have a good idea on this one. I think I have a good okay. idea for this one. All right. Okay. Let's uh let let's let's hear uh, story number two. Story number two. So this one's a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it was a Saturday night, and I decided at the time I was always going out, like you know, multiple times per week. I was going out to clubs with friends. It was in my early twenties. Yeah. Um, but this Saturday night, I decided I'm staying home. So I was in my pajamas. Now, I don't know if you remember this fashion. Fashion is a big word for it. The Crocs shoes, right? Yeah. Very sexy shoes. Yes. <laughs> I um, remember those. For some bizarre reason, my mother had bought orange Crocs shoes for herself. And some for some even more bizarre reason, I actually took them from her. <laughs> uh, and so I decided to, you know, go uh, and buy from just a little corner shop yeah some milk and apples all right uh, probably for the next morning i'm assuming um since it's the corner shop and since i'm very comfortable with myself i went down in pajamas and these bright orange crocs right <laughs> right so you if you look at me you could tell that i was not on my way out to a bar or club or anything like that i was really i mean what was i doing out the house even at that point uh I go to the corner shop, you know, I buy the apples, I buy the milk, and on my way back, a tourist asks me uh, in Russian, which at the time I barely understood, you know, just a word or two, right? Uh, but I understood enough of those words or two, and he had a little map, and he had the name. He was looking to go to a snooker place, okay, to play snooker. Mm -hmm. uh, I understood where he wanted to go, so I signed him, you know what, let me get you a cab. All right, and I'll just tell the cab where to take you. It'll be so much easier than to try to explain to the guy, you know, go left, go right, go straight, etc. cetera, uh, considering the language barrier here. So I stop a cab for him. I tell the cab where to take him, okay? Cab driver says, okay. Guy gets in the car and then says, hey, join me for a game. I look at him <laughs> like, I'm kind of not dressed for the occasion, you know, and holding up my bag, you know, apples, milk. He's like, right. it doesn't matter, come. I'm like, okay, why not, yeah? I get in the cab, we go to the place where it's a snooker place, but, you know, there's also a little bar there, right? Mm -hmm. I got the bartender, a lovely young lady, with, again, dressed as I am, with my little bag, you know, of apples and milk. I'm like, hey, can you put this in your fridge? 
And she looks at me and says, are, are you kidding me? Or are you serious? <laughs> I'm like, no, serious as hell. <laughs> She's like, okay. She takes the bag, you know, puts it in the fridge. We go play snooker, right? The dude was really, really good at it. Uh, I am not. Okay, so it was a very unfair uh, game in that sense. But I learned a lot. Um, at the end, you know, of a few games and a few drinks, I go back to the bar, tender lady. I'm like, hey, can I have the bag back? She looks at me and is like, I can't believe you actually did that. Because again, <laughs> right? Uh, I get the thing and I say, okay, you know, goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. He says, no, no, no. Let's go eat something. Okay. <laughs> now, remember, I only know a few words of Russian and his English was horrible. I mean, it was practically non-existent. So the communication was really, really bizarre and very limited. Uh, but I think he maybe have been a bit lonely. I don't know what. Anyway. We go to have a pizza. <laughs> okay, me still with my little bag. Uh, we go have a pizza. Um, and he says, I want to go to a club. I say, okay, you know what? Okay, I can do this, but I really need to go home and change clothes. In this <laughs> I am not going to a club like this. You know? right. I have a reputation to make. <laughs> um, so I call up a few friends who are fluent Russian speakers because I figured, you know, I'm going to do the dude a favor and get him someone that he can actually communicate with. I told him, guys, I'm going home, changing clothes. You know, let's meet up, go to a club. Okay. We go home. I change clothes. Um, and then we go to the club. We spent the entire... He was really, really happy. I mean, I think he, he wouldn't have known where to go at the, otherwise. Uh, really, really happy. But he was getting really, really drunk. And he was not a good drunk. <laughs> uh, so at some point, my friends and I just like, you know, took him and kind of forced him into the cab, you know. I yeah. checked in his wallet to see what hotel he was staying at, told the cab driver, take him there. Here's the money for it. You know, goodbye. <laughs> um, and that was it. You know, it's one of those friendships that lasted a few hours, but I'll remember it forever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you weren't expecting that one, were no. you? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's see. <laughs> Where to start? Yeah. Uh, most importantly, um, were your groceries still okay by the end of this night? Dude, it was milk and apples, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I mean, like, the yeah. milk, milk could, it could go bad, right? Like, if you've been out Within all a night. few hours in the evening? Mm, maybe. Uh, so, you... <laughs> did you uh did you stay in contact with this person at all or was it just sort of oh no no i i i i i don't remember his name at all at the time i knew his first name you know because we were calling each other by the first name uh but that's as far as it went you know uh i know he lives in moscow and I actually lived in moscow for a few months um but uh, moscow is huge i wasn't gonna start looking you know for who's the guy who spent the <laughs> evening you know i mean it wasn't gonna happen so it was just a friendship of a few hours hmm. okay yeah. so so i guess that is that um how you did you learn russian when you were in moscow um no it's good the living in moscow was just about a year ago a year and a half ago mm -hmm. uh, and that was just for a few months um i had a lot of russian friends a few russian girlfriends <laughs> so you know you pick up a few words here and there okay okay yeah. so it really was like like a limited amount of very limited on both sides. Okay. Yeah, and until I got my uh, friends who were fluent Russian speakers to join us, the conversation was very limited. The moment they joined us, though, you know, it was a lot easier. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, all in all, how long did this whole thing last? Oh, um, so the snooker was about an hour and a half, I think. You know, an hour and a half, maybe two. 
Mm-hmm. Um, pizza was about another hour. And then the club, I mean, that lasted for a few hours because we were just, you know, dancing and drinking. And uh, at that point, I honestly would not know to tell you until what time we were there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. All right. You know, I, I think I have a good idea about this one, too. All right. All right. So mm. here is what I think. Yes. I think that this random Russian encounter mm-hmm. um, with this guy playing snooker uh, and you putting the vegetable or you putting your groceries in the fridge and stuff that that sounds like that. That would be like the first thing I would be worried about. Um, and it just it feels like that is something that really happened. So I'm going to say that one really happened. Um, okay. And the second one, the um, the the helicopter. I don't know. It just. <laughs> I I want to say that it didn't happen because it just it seems a little bit like uh, it seems like they're you know like they they would have warned you or something or they would have called up. But like but then but then that just seems like that adds a little bit of reality to it. So I'm going to say my final answer is that both of these things actually happened. Absolutely true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the helicopter one surprised me. I would have thought that they would have called out by radio also. Yeah. But I have a feeling they just wanted to check. You know, even though I was really far out, it seemed nowhere near them, not going near them either. Uh, I think it was just to have a little look, see and see who's the idiot in the small boat that's, you know, going really slowly. Cause, oh, yeah, that's it. I was going really, really slowly. So that may have been, you know, part of the reason that they just want to have a look, see. They saw me, you know, there uh, I was holding it because at the time, like the birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them was a little quail. So I was holding, you know, little quail in my hand and my tidy whitey's just standing there and waving at them. <laughs> I think they understood. I really, you know, was not harmful at all. To them. <laughs> um, I was not about to breach the Lebanese security or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I, I think that that's the story behind it. Once they saw that, they just, you know, okay, bye, and left, you know? It could have been the quail. They could have been after the quail the whole time. <laughs> Dude, those things are loud. Quail are loud, you know? Who knows who could have trained there, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, let him go and swim off and uh, reach their water. Um, yeah, so that was about the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, and the Russian dude, that was one of the funniest stories. You know, I have this uh, life philosophy of like, I try not to say no to things. Okay. To experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. Because y- you never know what incredible and amazing evening or day or whatever you'll have, you know, just, okay. So I was in pajamas and orange Crocs, obviously not at my sexiest. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's not as though I was going to be flirting with anyone though. You never know. Cause you know, confidence that definitely shows a lot of confidence. Um, but it was memorable. I mean, obviously, absolutely memorable, and I loved it. And so, you know, okay, so I looked weird. Who cares? And I definitely acted weird with my little bag, you know, of groceries, but it was so awesome. <laughs> so that's my life philosophy, pretty much. It, it sounds like it's done very well for you. That, so, that's... Far, yeah. <laughs> so far, yes. So far, <laughs> yeah. So far, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that, that, that just sounds. That sounds so cool. That just sounds like a really, a really fun, memorable night of overall. Yes, so. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but you got it right. You did get it right. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, thank you for sharing those, uh, those fun experiences. And um, thank you for taking the time to be on the show. No, thank you. I mean, I love this experience. <laughs> you know. Um, 
so yeah, so looking forward to hearing it. Yeah, awesome. And uh, talk to you soon. Right. Absolutely. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks.